Let's save that for after we hear from Jen. That's right, uh, it's time for... The Pith of Pop, the podcast edition with my beautiful wife, Jen. Thanks for joining us, Jen. Hi. And uh, manning the milk cannons here is uh, Alex. Thanks for joining us as well. What's on the menu <laughs> this week, Jen? Well, we managed to get through more three more movies on our Netflix queue. Okay, movie chat. Uh, what were those three films? Mystic River, I Heart Huckabees, and Croupier. Oh, very wide-ranging mix, actually. Let's start with uh, the light one. Huh? What did you think about I Heart Huckabees? It was so strange. It's very oddball. It's really surreal. It's kind of in the same vein as Adaptation or being John Malkovich. It's kind of hard to follow, and it's not for everybody, but I, I really managed to enjoy it. Yeah, I, I had actually read a lot of negative reviews, and part of me was like, oh, well, this is another pretentious mess that doesn't go anywhere. And actually, I think it is a pretentious mess that doesn't go anywhere, but for some reason, it was fun to watch. It was totally indulgent, but as much as they enjoyed making it, you could pick that up and enjoy it just as a viewer. Yeah, it's wacky. It's got a really wacky sense of humor. They do some really off-the-wall things. Like, there's a con an ongoing country music theme that kind of runs through the whole thing. And there's actually a really, really funny cameo at the end. I'm not going to tell you who it is because I don't want to give it away. But, you know, if, if you're into music and, and you like music references in films, I think you might enjoy it. And uh, so who do we have in this film? We had Jude Law as the slimy, sleazoid corporate guy who tussled with the tree hugger played by... Jason Schwartzman. And uh, Jason Schwartzman, trying to figure out the conflict he has with the sleazoid, seeks out the help of two existential detectives. Right, played by Lily Tomlin and Dustin Hoffman. And uh, I was really worried when I knew they were in the film because here you've got two powerhouses of cinema uh, mixed in with, you would have to say, at least B-list actors, but... I think the, the the mix wasn't quite as lopsided as I expected. No, they were good. They all held their own. Um, Jude Law is a very convincing sleazeball. And Jason Schwartzman, I, I'm not very familiar work, with his work apart from Rushmore, but I liked his character. I thought he had a very endearing quality. And uh, Lily Tomlin and Dustin Hoffman, they're paired together. So in a way, they're not really stealing the scenes with the other characters. They just sort of do their own thing and, again, are, are really fun to watch because I think they're enjoying themselves. Yeah, they're kind of bouncing off of each other. So a uh, pretty fun film. What did you think about Mystic River? Definitely not a fun film. Um, it's really a pretty dark piece about three friends who endure a childhood trauma together and grow old and have to face another tragedy. And it's a, kind of about the way they deal with this tragedy and go about life after that. Um, Sean Penn is in it. Kevin Bacon and Tim Robbins are, are in it. Uh, Laura Linney and Marcia Gay Harden play wives of the three. Now, the film really centered around those three male friends. And, you know, I kind of got this stand by me 10 years later, you know, all grown up vibe out of it. And, and there is a very serious exploration of trust and loyalty and friendship of the male variety. But I have to say that the female characters in this film actually did most of the heavy lifting. They did. You know, Laura Linney plays a wife, actually Sean Penn's wife, and she finds herself very attracted to Sean's violent side. And Marsha Gay Harden plays the wife of Tim Robbins, who is a character who's kind of down on his luck and has suffered a lot of emotional problems. And the two of them together kind of really make, they kind of really carry the film, I think. 
I mean, the whole film is a character study. Every character is conflicted. But uh, again, I think the wives were were much more compelling characters to, to try and explore. Out of the three, uh, Sean Penn, Kevin Bacon, and Tim Robbins, all of them really, you know, experienced actors. What I mean, which did you like best, or what did you think about their performances? I guess I like Kevin Bacon a lot. Um, he is really kind of a stand-up guy, um, and, and you get to really see inside of him better than the other two. Sean Penn, I've never been a huge fan of. I think in this film, he's watched a lot of Robert De Niro and has decided to pick Robert De Niro to be part of the character that he's playing in this film, and you can really see shades of Taxi Driver in his performance. I definitely picked up the De Niro vibe as well. And, you know, the ending of the film was supposed to be kind of uh, ambiguous or dark, unexpected, but unfortunately it was predictable to me because of exactly the kind of characters that Sean Penn plays. Right, he he tends to specialize in the shoot first, ask questions later kind of rough character. And so, you know, when he comes on screen at first, you, you kind of instantly know that what he's going to, that emotion isn't going to come to any good. And uh, finally, what do you think about Croupier? It was good. It's it's kind of um, it's an indie film. It was made a few years ago in London. Um, it's very low budget. It stars Clive Owen, who has to be the next James Bond, as a writer of mystery novels who suddenly um, develops a very bad case of writer's block and decides to take a job as a blackjack dealer at a casino in London. I, I definitely agree with the Bond comparison. I think watching this entire film, you're like, wow, Pierce Brosnan, you know, his days are numbered because this guy was, was built for that character. Just the right amount of depth and, and suave sophistication. Now, the movie is told through his eyes, and he narrates the whole way through. And I think it takes a specific kind of character and an actor to, to make that work well, but I think it's the, it was perfect for this film. Yeah, he has a really nice voice, and... He can convey a lot with just his voice, you know, the the, narr- the narration really tells you a lot. And I think he's he's really good in this role. Now, we were just talking about, you know, kind of complicated or, or uh, twisty films, adaptation and stuff. And Croupier, because it's about a writer writing about his experiences, there are kind of ambiguous points where you're not sure if you're watching reality or you're watching his fictional dramatizations. Exactly. I'm convinced that at least one of the characters in the film is a figment of his imagination. Um, He has a live-in girlfriend who works as a store detective, and by the end of the movie, you're almost convinced that she's a figment of his his imagination and was was in his story solely for the purpose of the book. Yeah, I'm not sure if she was imaginary, but I can see how the way the film was written, you questioned those things. You questioned the reality. He had other characters that appear and disappear and stuff like that. But yet again, you know, it wasn't uh, disorienting. It was really well done. Uh, what do you think of the ending, though? I was a little disappointed. I was looking for a little bit something more. I don't know what exactly, but I did feel some like something was missing. I think it might have been just all of the tacked-on subplots and, and endings that kind of just were there. Yeah, to me, it was one of those movies that had too many endings. I think that uh, if you put this film in the film noir category, you're looking for the dark film noir ending, and yet in the last five minutes, they rush through major plot twists and um, actually some major happy things that almost make you think it's like what they did to the end of Pretty Woman. 
Right, exactly. I think somebody just high up didn't understand that this film is supposed to be a film noir. It's supposed to be dark and it's not supposed to be happy and decided that it might work out better for the bottom line if they just made it kind of happy. And tied everything up in a neat bow. But in spite of all that, a good film? Very good. I'd, I'd recommend it. All right, so let's do our star ratings here. Jen says, uh, what do you think about I Heart Huckabees? Three and a half. Three and a half out of five stars. What do you think about Mystic River? Three and a half. Three and a half. There's a good tie. And finally, what do you think about Croupier? Four. Four stars. And I agree. I mean, out of the set, definitely my favorite. I'd recommend it. Well, uh, that's it for movies. And for those of you who don't like uh, movie chat, uh, fortunately, we're only a couple of weeks away from the season premiere of Lost. And uh, we definitely can't wait. And we'll be talking a lot about that, I'm sure, when the time comes. For now, though, thanks for joining us, Jen. My pleasure.